0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. Kerry Sackville is a journalist, author, and mum. A lot of what she writes about relates to her experience as a single mum. So basically, her professional and personal work are entwined, which is great for her readers, but not always so great for Kerry or for her family. Where is the line when it comes to privacy, particularly when you consider that part of Kerry's work is online? Actually, most of her work is online. It's on social networks, where the personal and the private can be become very blurred, I should say the professional and the private. And while this is a, a work-life dilemma for Kerry, I think it's something many of us can relate to because we're all on social media posting about our lives. I should also mention that Kerry is passionate about a child's right to privacy online. Hi, Kerry. How are you?
1: I'm good. Good to be here.
0: So it feels like um, there are some major conflicts there with your work and your yeah. um, perf- personal life. Yeah. Um for those who don't work in the media, can you explain how your online activity and those thoughts and the comments and the writings um, are so much a part of your professional work as well?
1: I started out as a blogger. So I was basically writing my own little website and people would come and read it. And I was read, writing about my life and my experiences and my kids. Um, and that turned into paid columns um, for it started for minor publications, it, it you know evolved into uh, quite uh, high-profile columns for major publications. And then I wrote a couple of books. Um, and what I also do, what every journalist or writer has to do, is keep up a social media profile. So I post links to things that I find interesting. I post links to my own articles. I write a little bit about my life because people are a bit interested in it, even though I'm not that interesting.
0: <laughs>
1: um, but what I've had to do is is draw a really clear line uh, between what I'm prepared to discuss in public because there's a huge amount of my life out there and what I'm not. And I came to the conclusion a few years ago that some of the things I would do is is uh, never ever use my kids' real names in public. So not in my columns, not in my books, um, not across social media, never post pictures of my kids. So I have a professional Facebook page and a personal Facebook page, and even on the personal Facebook page, I just keep my kids off it. Um, same with my ex-husband, same with any you know friends or men I've been involved with. Uh, and I feel really strongly, and this is where I think some people, including people not in the media, uh, blur the lines, maybe cross the lines, is that I think I've got a right to tell my story, but I don't have a right to tell anyone else's story. And I think That some writers and some lay people who are heavily involved in social media will write a lot about their kids, putting really intimate personal details about their kids' lives out there, and the kids can't consent to that. And then when the kids grow to adulthood, they've got this whole narrative about their life that's laid out that is going to be there forever And I really worry about the impact on that. This is the first generation that that is going to be
0: growing up with having this incredibly strong um, and detailed digital footprint. And I'm curious about that because you and I, we're not digital natives, even though you started online. The ambiguity around, I mean, you're not ambiguous about that line, but um, was that something that kind of snuck up on you as you were experiencing your career evolve that way?
1: Absolutely. That was something that I couldn't anticipate because I didn't understand what I was even getting into when I started on social media. I started uh, on social media, it would have been about eight years ago now, because my daughter, my youngest daughter was 18 months. What had happened is I'd had a bit of a career in writing before that. I'd been writing for some local publications and then I, I had a death in the family. I, um, gave birth to my daughter, and I just completely left writing for about 18 months. And the way I came back was to join Twitter. I'd read about Twitter, and it sounded like there were interesting people on Twitter. So I started tweeting, got a bit of a following on Twitter, and people were saying, oh, do you have a blog? I didn't even know what a blog was. But then I started blogging, and I got a following on my blog, and then I started being asked to write elsewhere. And so this whole career really crept up on me, and I had to figure it out as I went along. And I'm actually... Uh, it was probably good luck more than more than foresight that I didn't use my kids' names in the early days because once it's out there, you can't take it back. I had these cute names for them; they were still very little, and I called my son Little Man and my daughter Pinkala, which was the name she gave herself. And and um, <laughs> the baby was the toddler, and it evolved from that. And I realized after a few years of of writing, probably less than a few years, when I had a bit of a following, even though I'm certainly not a famous person. Anyone who's got a following online has people interested in their lives. And I started to notice if I ever Googled my name, it would come up Kerry Sackville's children, Kerry Sackville's husband, Kerry Sackville's people were interested. And so I realized I had to put up really clear uh, boundaries and walls and, and keep them off, you know, keep them offline to do my best to protect them because they didn't ask for a mother who writes online. Um, And when I do write about them, it's in very, very general ways. So I'm pretty confident that even now if somebody read everything I'd ever written, they wouldn't recognize my son if they bumped into him on the street, which which – comforts me and now my kids are starting their own social media profiles anyway. So. And they're like, Can I get a shout out? I'm saying, no, you can't. <laughs> Do it yourself.
0: Uh, you're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Kerry Car- Carrie Sackville, who is a author. She's online all the time and we're talking all, about, the, time. all the time. And we're talking about that line in, that gets becomes blurred these days between um, our lives and our private lives and that of our children. Um it's funny because the, the next question I had for you, Kerry, which you kind of just answered, was: Have you ever slipped up? Have you ever? Um, it sounds like you are in a strong position because um, you discovered that for yourself and you you sort of built the walls.
1: I have slipped up, and I tell you where I where I keep slipping up is I will write funny anecdotes about my daughter, the nine year old. She's hilarious, but in very very kind of generic, funny kid ways. So I don't use her name and and it's the kind of thing that any any kid could do. Um, so she'll make a funny comment or do something strange. Um, but she was coming home from school saying things like, Mum, my teacher just said, Oh, did you enjoy wearing your green gumboots on the weekend with your you know, fancy jacket? And she says, how does she know? And I realize I'm writing this online, but the teacher is reading it. And then the teacher's going to my daughter and saying, oh, I see you did this on the weekend or, oh, you said something funny to mum, or you sang this song. And I forget when I'm writing, you're sitting at home at your computer. And I think a lot of people forget this as well. It seems really detached and you're sitting at home on your computer and you're posting photos and you're saying funny things, but people out there are reading it. And then they're interacting with other people in your life so that some of the some of the parents, men and, and women, who post a lot about their kids forget that it's going to come back to them eventually. There might be kids at school who who read about it. I was thinking particularly about, um, you know, Roxy Jasenko, whose husband was just in jail. And I've read that that she told her daughter Pixie that uh, her husband was um, off on business in China. I'm thinking, well, even that pixie's four years old, but surely somebody at preschool or a mother or something is going to let slip. How do you, how do you, hold that back? So I, I think we we need to remember that everything will get back to them eventually that we put out there.
0: And I think as well, um, for parents who have very small children, like I think I have talked about this with people before about the images I've put up of my kids when they were babies Mm. that you think are really funny Mm. that can come back to haunt you, um, It's this might be a hard question to answer because, like I said, you've got these um, checks and balances in Mm. place for you now. But do you have any advice for parents who feel the horse may have bolted? Like, for example, I've become more aware about my kids' privacy online, so I don't post as much. I I haven't stopped completely, but I don't post as much. And um, I was told to ask them permission before I post, which I started doing. Which is also why I don't post so much because they keep saying no, and I'm like, oh, but you're so cute. I hate respecting your privacy. Yeah,
1: And that's a tricky one anyway, because your kids are three and five. And I think it's it's difficult for a three or a five-year-old to even give consent. And there'll be a lot of three and five-year-olds say, yes, mummy, put me on the internet. And they don't really know what it means. I think for people who aren't in the media, have your internet privacy settings on high. It's amazing how many random people I can click onto. And I can see every photo they've ever posted. Um, So people don't know to put their privacy settings on high. And for people in the media, I think the key for everybody is to imagine how you would have felt if that information about you was out there. You know, if if, um, when you walk into a board meeting, you know that photos of yourself on the toilet aged four are out there on the internet or information about your first kiss. You know, I see people writing, oh, my daughter just had her first kiss and it's so exciting. Imagine how the daughter would feel, you know, mm. so, and I guess try and consider the difference between your story to tell as a parent. So you can say I'm frustrated today or I'm finding it difficult or it's challenging or it's exhilarating and what your child's story is, their personal struggles um, and challenges. Because I don't. Believe that that's ours to share. And if you do need to share, there are plenty of ways to share without making it public. You know, you can, you can even go to private Facebook groups if you want to talk to other people. Say you've got a child with special needs. Of course, you have the right to, to
0: share and, and get support, but it doesn't have to be in a public forum. Kerry, it's so fascinating to talk with you Thank you so much for coming in today Great pleasure That's Kerry Sackville She's an author, journalist She's online all the time And we'll have links to Kerry's work on our website this this afternoon If you'd like to read more from her Just head to kindling.com.au You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast We'd like to reach as many parents as possible And you can help us by giving us a review Wherever you downloaded this episode